Central. This is Tech Radio. All things computers, gadgets and web happening right now in Ireland. Hear us anytime on iTunes or download from techcentral.ie. Hello there and welcome to Tech Radio, the number one Irish tech podcast, bringing you the latest news in tech from around Ireland and across the world every single Friday evening on RTE Radio 1. And of course, you can get it first, uh, first thing on a Friday morning with your favourite podcasting app uh, with Apple, uh, Google, Spotify or whomever. Today, Windows 11. Niall and myself are literally fresh out of the presentation uh, about Windows 11. So we're going to talk all about it. And that is our episode 874. Yeah, so our notes wow. are kind of all over the place. So if yes, they are. Because, yeah. And, and, and if people are wondering kind of like how out of it are we, we're like literally just it finished five minutes ago. Here we are. Yeah, we, we've just shut down. I've just shut down my PC and I'm I'm hanging out with Dusty because what else are you going to do on a Thursday? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I have to say, though, my overall impression, you remember we were talking about WWDC a couple of a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, And I said, this felt a little bit like the engineers running the asylum. Uh, and this was the complete opposite. Did you think so? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I All did. Right. In they, what sense? They focused on a fairly small number of features that made you sit up and go, oh, that's actually really good. As opposed to Apple, which I felt threw a lot of features at you. And before it had the opportunity to sink in as to how you would actually use them, they'd moved on to something else. Mm. So to me, that was that was where the difference was, plus one or two really, really nifty headline items that we'll, we'll get stuck into. But yeah, my overall impression was that it was a good show and the presentation was very clear. And um, the chief product officer that they, that, that was the MC, Panos Pane, um, mm-hmm. That man, you you you're a fan of him actually. When when we first saw him, ah, now come on, saying I'm a fan is completely going too far. Ah, but I, <laughs> I, I remember I said I liked him. It doesn't mean that I'm a fan. Yeah, well, I, I mean, like you. It doesn't mean I'm a fan. All the markets and oh, you should read his articles. They're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, a couple of years ago, he did the Surface uh, reveal in New York, yeah. and you were quite impressed with his manner and that sort of thing. Mm. And, and I know why. Why? I know exactly why. Why? He looks like David Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He do. I'm expecting the, the, the deck of cards to come out any minute now and say, look at that, there you go, there's the Queen of Clubs. I'll just put that in your hand. Tap, tap. Now it's the Four of Diamonds. Yes, and it's the most beautiful Four of Diamonds you've ever seen. No, that's seen. for that. That's Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> You can do so much with our with our yeah, diamonds. Yeah, I kind of yeah. I like that. It's kind of like you know Craig when he was doing when he was doing the Apple thing. Craig thought he literally thought he was Daniel Craig, James Bond. Yeah. You know, wandering around the place with purpose and then fast cars and all this kind of stuff. And I'm a man on a mission. I'm going to make it happen. Whereas you know, kind of Panos was the exact opposite. He was like, mm. yeah, you know, kind of. And at some stages, he was kind of almost walking away from the camera, as in a, come on. Let's walk into Yeah, it. yeah. Let's look over here. I you know the the guy just he he oozes sincerity to a ridiculous degree. Like he believes in his product. I mean, he All is right. he was first in line for the Kool-Aid. Okay, fair enough. I'll, I'll go with that. I would say that he's more believable, less hype. More uh, keeps it real. 
okay, yeah. I'm but a, I like his I, style. I don't, we're, we're both agreed. We're both agreed. Yeah. We're both he, agreed. He's a likable guy. Like he's a okay. likable guy. He's a likable guy. Now, let, let me ask you, because I don't know if it was the same uh, for you where you were watching uh, the first 10 minutes or so of the presentation as the world is watching and descending upon YouTube to watch the latest goings on and announcements <laughs> from Microsoft uh, with it, bated breath and excitement. I, w- I was there and I had the window open uh, from the Microsoft website. And uh, it was getting on to like, you know, seven, eight minutes past four. I'm like, this is very late. These things are always bang on time. Like refresh the page. Oh, okay. This thing has already started. That's a bit unusual. Um, And then it froze and then it buffered. Then it froze again. Mm. And then I just got annoyed and I went onto YouTube to see the feed on YouTube and just the comments were piling up going buffering, buffering, buffering. My feed is dropped. I can't see a thing. So I went onto Twitter and it was third time lucky. And even then, occasionally it buffered. So I missed yeah. the first 15 minutes. Okay, Grant. Well, listen, from, from what I can gather and from my own experience as well, pretty much most of the world lost the first 10 or 15 minutes um, because they did have an awful lot of uh, lagging problems and and it was stuttering. And I was I was like you looking at my screen thinking, and hoping that Windows 11 doesn't require as much loading as this live stream. <laughs> so, uh, so that was that. But they did get into it, um, and and you were you thought it was quite a polished presentation. Let me ask you about because everything now in life with the internet is keywords. What were the keywords for you? The yeah. ones that you heard over and over and over again during this presentation. Yeah, there, there were two themes, two keywords that they really tried to to smash you over the head with in, the, in a, a sort of kind of a Pixar kind of a way. Mm. I just got the sense in watching this thing that it was designed to make me cry. You know, <laughs> it was like, did, did, didn't it give you that sort of Pixar feeling? There were, there were a couple of little uh, uh, roles there of VT, yeah, that, that were designed to make you cry. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's in, in, in completely disingenuous. I mean, it's but very what odd. words? What words did you pick up yeah. on? That's, that's hey, what I want Two words. Uh, the first word, home. Everything was all. All of it seemed to relate back to the home. You know, we've mm. all been, you know, remote working and all that for the year, so that kind of makes sense. But uh, it was all sort of whether you're doing this with your life or this or this or this. You know, mm. we have a thing to match that. And it, things kept coming back to the idea of the home, the home computer, things you will be doing with this uh, in the comfort of your own home, even talking about the home screen and, and the start menu and, and all this sort of thing, which we can which we can talk about. Mm. But uh, yeah, home was was a huge message. And the second one was open. Everything in this presentation related to how open a platform Windows was, how it was about enabling other people to do things. And we can talk about that later on. Yeah, but big shocks. Every uh, There was one presentation and it was just an aside, but it was a, a second screen, uh, a laptop uh, connected to a second screen. The laptop was a HP laptop and the screen was, uh, was a Dell. So it wasn't Microsoft's own brand. And Lord knows okay. they have plenty of stuff they, they could have used. But yep. every opportunity they had, they took to show Windows running on someone else's gear. So I thought that was interesting, subtle, but it was there. So the home words, and open for me. The, I, I thought, because everybody is going to say, and we'll find out now in a second, everybody's going to say Windows 11 is a complete ripoff of uh, Mac OS. Um, I thought 
that the presentation was very much a ripoff of Mac OS because all I heard throughout the entire presentation was create, creative, creators, create. That was the one word that kept sticking in my head, all right? Ah. Uh, and being productive. And they said, mm. like, you know, they talk about something and then they say, we can't wait to see what you guys do with it. And I was just like, that is so Mac. That is so yeah. Mac. It was interesting, kind of, mm. uh, the way they did it. Anyway, let's get into uh, the meat and veg of it altogether and then see what they actually did announce about uh, new Windows 11. What do you think is the big headline? Big head. Oh wow! Because there, there is one thing that uh, I, I, I fear if we, if we mention it, we'll get bogged down in it. Because to me, it's a, it's a huge game changer. Um, okay. Right. So can I, can I first do uh, an RIP? Yes. RIP Windows Metro. Do you remember what Metro is? <laughs> <laughs> are you going back like to Vista or something like that? Are uh, you? No, no. This this was Windows 8 gave us this um, uh, abomination, as it turned out. The, um, <laughs> the uh, UI that happens when you have it in uh, tablet mode. If, you, if you've got a detachable PC and you've got your desktop and you put it on the side and it gives you the option of going into tablet mode and okay, it gives yeah. you that, that different UI with the dynamic tiles on it and, uh, and all that sort of thing and all the stuff that I took ages disabling on uh, on Windows 10. Um, yeah, that's gone. Uh, and in its place is, you know, it's almost like the penny dropped with them or they finally went, okay, we really are drawing a line under everything that's gone wrong for us over the last few years because Windows 7 was an uber hit. Um, Windows uh, 8, 8.1 disaster windows 10 sort of a compromise of the best bits of of both and in large respect a return to form uh windows 11 i think will uh will demolish windows 10 quite quite handily um because it's picked up an awful lot of lessons not least is in the mobile um end of things because mm. instead of having to change user interface now, when you go into tablet mode on something, it just recognizes that, oh, you're using Windows now as a tablet. Okay. So let's make it easier to use as a tablet instead of switching UI. Okay, so now that I understand exactly what we're talking about, we're saying bye-bye Windows Metro, which was kind of their tablet operating version yeah. of Windows. It's gone. Yeah. And what you're saying now is because they did a really nice presentation of this is the bit you're thinking of, uh, where they had one of these laptops where you're able to detach the screen mm -hmm. and suddenly it becomes a tablet. Yeah. yeah exactly. And you're talking about the difference of when it was running as a, as a laptop and mm. then when it was running as a tablet. Yeah. Okay. And those those differences have gone from being, you know, switch your UI completely to just mm. these subtle changes to make it easy to use a desktop as a tablet which is yeah. what everybody wanted, I think, yeah. when, it, when it came to Windows 10. And to describe what you mean is uh, on the tablet, they still have the taskbar at the bottom. Mm. But as they pointed out, it gets just a little bigger because you're yeah. going to be using your fingers on it. So and they yeah. a little bit more space between the, uh, the mm. tabs. The other thing I really liked about it was the keyboard. Mm. Normally on a tablet, when you hit a keyboard, it's like, you know, it's it's like a giant full life-size keyboard, depending mm -hmm. on how big a tablet yeah. is. Uh, but what they seem to d demonstrate here was like, no, the keyboard is still the same size that you're used to using on your phone. Yeah, I thought and that I was loved, really swish. 
I thought that was really nice because mm-hmm. you've kind of got this motor reflex in, in, in your hands and you're so used to, if you have to type on a screen, it's on a keyboard sized mm. or sorry, on a, a mobile phone sized keyboard. Yeah. And the fact that they've kept the keyboard the same, oh, nice, subtle. Yeah. But nice. Subtle, but very nice. I, I mean, uh, I don't use the keyboard function on my iPad because I have it attached to an external keyboard and it's, it's mm. effectively like a, 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 a small laptop for me. Um, but when I saw how Windows 11 was being used, I was like, yes, that looks comfortable and mm. sensible. And, you know, it would make me feel like I didn't need to have a separate PC and iPad, which is mission accomplished as far as they're concerned. Interesting. So now you might be in the market for one of those uh, uh, two in ones. I've I've never I've never had a bad thing to say about a Surface Pro, even the first generation. Uh, That's true. Pro That's that true. You've always yeah. been a fan. Do you know what else I liked was the uh, uh, voice to text. Voice to text. Yeah, they they made Nothing. a big deal of mm. keyboard, um, pen, and haptics, but voice as well. So hit me yes. up with the voice details. Well, nothing really. It's I mean, voice to text just these days in general is mm-hmm. just amazing and how accurate it can be. Mm. Uh, and unfortunately, it's like it's 90, maybe 95 percent accurate. But of course, that 5 percent is always mm. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but anyway, so it's doing these corrections. But just the fact that they're building it into the OS, I mm. think is just cool. Yeah. And, and it is getting better and better. I mean, there there's a, a service that I use um, called otter.ai and uh, you've probably used it as well. It's, I do. it's getting very popular at the moment and mm. the level of accuracy of it is absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah. So to have that sort of facility built into your OS now is it's great news. It's great news for assistive technology. It's great news for guys like us that, that mm. very often have to transcribe uh, long documents or, or what have you. So yeah, yeah the, the improvement right. in voice is awesome. Listen, the uh, the big thing, brr, I think the big thing for me or the big thing that everybody is going to notice because it really is the nose on the front of the face is the start menu. And start the menu. first thing that you notice is firstly that uh, the start menu is now centered on the mm-hmm. on the taskbar at the bottom and also that there are a number of apps there, but they've been doing that for a while. Um, but because you've kind of got the start icon and then a couple of other apps anchored on the task menu, it looks like a twin of Mac OS. Yeah. And everybody's going to be, is talking about that. Mm, yeah. The first thing I would say is um, that a lot of people might do what I will do is the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to move it over to the left. Yeah. <laughs> Where it always was. It's fine. Yeah. I like I like that kind of difference between the two OSs. Um, then when it gets into the start menu itself, I do kind of like the way it opens up with your pinned apps or your mo- uh, at the top, and then you've kind of got your recent documents or recent apps underneath that, uh, and then shortcuts underneath that. I'll be interested to see how customizable they are. Uh, oh, you can bet that you'll spend 15 to 20 minutes just moving uh, maybe, things around. Maybe, but, you know, they do stuff in Windows Explorer and you can't customize it, and it drives mm. me insane. So that's why I'll, I'll be interested to, to see it. But, like, that's very much cosmetic, though, nevertheless. Because, yeah, you know, good UI keeps people in products. Well, OK, that's true. That's true. Anything else to add on the uh, start menu? Uh, the um, maybe not so much on the start menu other than their. Oh, yes. The customizable desktops. Now, the virtual desktops are it's, it's something 
Mac has been good at for a long time before Windows mm. got to it. And uh, I think they have really come into their own as a feature over the past year because we're using the same machines for different purposes now. Mm. And, you know, when I'm finished my my daily grind um, and I still need the laptop for something, I don't really want to be looking at the same desktop again. Or if I open up the browser, I don't want it to be you know, the same bunch of pin tabs uh, on top of the browser. I, you basically want to use an entirely different machine. Mm. And that's what the the uh, customizable desktops look like. Uh, and I'm super happy about that. Um, yeah, so it's it's a little thing, but it's something that would mean a lot to me as a user that, you know, when my working day is done and I have to do something else for someone else, it doesn't feel like I'm still at my work machine. Mm-hmm. Now, did you understand that this was a kind of a case where you would go from one desktop uh, in how it looks and feels and the way you would launch programs and the programs that take precedence and the wallpaper and that kind of stuff. So Mm. you would have like all of your Microsoft Office apps close to hand on the screen, say Mm. for for work use. Uh, But then for the evening use, you might have your YouTube app and your Netflix app and your games app and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Are are you able to slide between those two? Is that what you mean? Or is it where you have a number of open programs and then you just start a new desktop and you've got a whole other set of open programs? Yeah, the latter really. Um, Plus that level of customization Mm. uh, of, you know, just the, the, the tiny visual things. I mean, it, it really does make a difference. Just me, anyway. Um, yeah. So I like that, and I like that they emphasized it as opposed to just going, oh, and here's something else you can do. Mm. Um, because, you know, they, they really got that sort of, yeah, we understand you're using these machines for hours on end for different things um, because you, you've kind of had to over the last year. So here's, you know, here's the, the extension of that home message, you know. Mm. Uh, so that was kind of nice. Also, uh, a nice um, thing that I saw where they had a uh, a laptop connected up to a giant monitor. And uh, you, you remember seeing this part of the presentation. It was the, the HP laptop and a Dell monitor. And um, the person doing the presentation said, and look, if you disconnect, okay, you disconnect. And you know, all the the app that you had on um, the giant monitor comes down automatically and snaps as a, a as a, a screen. And when you plug it back in again, it sucks it out automatically back up to the way it was. Uh, I was like, that's nice. That's a small thing, like but that. it's nice. Yeah. Um, again, it's nothing that you couldn't, couldn't do before. Nothing you couldn't do before, but well packaged. No. Exactly. Well packaged. Exactly. I think there was very much a theme of that. Um a couple of other small little bits and beads. There were two other really, really big and I think shocker type announcements. We'll get to them in a minute. Uh, the other little things, um, you can switch between light and dark themes. Yeah, Everybody's okay. doing that. Uh, rounded corners. Fine. I think it's fashion, isn't it? Uh, yeah. The next thing will be square corners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll be in two years time. We'll go back to that again. Everything will be flat and then everything, everything will be 3D will be and then uh, uh, roundabouts. Um, what did you make of the... Um, of the menus when they were saying the, the the opaque menus, so translucent and you could see through all glass like. Yeah, do, do you know what? I saw a comment <laughs> and I'd never seen something damned with such faint praise before in my life. Uh, it was on Twitter. Somebody said, "This is Windows Vista done right." Ow! Oh. Ow! Ouch! Oh. Ouch! <laughs> 
And you can you can and see what the guy is trying to say because that was a huge part of Vista's UI was, was the, the yeah. translucent windows. Mm. Uh, and of course, you know, it, it just turned out to be a huge hog. Uh, and and completely unnecessary. So um, so they were ditched for uh, for yeah. subsequent I, versions of, of Windows. All right. Uh, yeah. I think. Well, th- I think they definitely have got it right this time. Um, another thing I liked was uh, Snap because I, yes. I very much use this all the time. Windows key and the and the left cursor and Windows key and the right cursor, and I can have two programs open side mm. by side on the uh, on the same monitor. Um, but now they have improved that so that you can have a one program on one side and maybe two programs, one in the upper right-hand corner and one in the lower right-hand mm. corner and, and various other different choices of, yeah. of, of, of pre-built snapping, if you like. Yeah. Uh, and I think, I think that's quite good, actually. Uh, again, yeah. something that was there, but it's just wrapped up quite nicely in this. Uh, mm. Widgets and stuff like that. Ah, no, widgets, widgets. Oh, remember oh, widgets? Oh, oh, here we go. Take, take you back to the, the mid-2000s. Uh, I think it was Yahoo started started widgets. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I used to have Yahoo widgets on my um, on one of my old PCs. And then uh, I got a, a Mac. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, uh, yeah, I think it was Yahoo widgets on a Mac I was using. And I got bored with them really, really quickly. <laughs> Well, we won't talk about them this time around because there's too much to get through, all right? Um, the other two really, really big things, um, Android apps. Mm. I, I guess if there was two things to take away, Android app, and again, an admission by Microsoft uh, that, okay, we're done. We're done with mobile. We're done with anything that looks like mobile. We're yep. good at this. This is what we're going to do. Um, and I think that was a, that was an excellent choice. And again, speaking to that uh, theme of openness, and you know we'll work with other people. This 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 is what we do. We're Microsoft. So uh, yeah, Android apps. I I was taken aback through the uh, Amazon App Store. So there will be that layer of uh, vetting as well because mm. the Amazon App Store isn't a, a total open shop the way Google Play is. It's it's a bit more like iTunes. Um, so yeah, I was I was shocked, taken aback, delighted. Your your opinion. Uh, I can't think of any apps that I would want to run on Windows, but um, I'll go with uh, what you say, that it is an admission. It's right, okay, we're, we're not doing the phone thing. We're going to concentrate on, on desktop Windows. That's what we do is the OS, and we will help you use your mobile applications on our system. Um, one of the things I really did like, kind of tied in with that whole Android app things, uh, they were talking about developers mm. and the Microsoft Store. Mm. I loved how they went. And we won't take any commission from you. <laughs> what you make, you keep. Well, that like, is if you <laughs> if you're not using any of their e-commerce software. So if you've built something yourself, yes. you you get 100% of the of the thing. If you use their e-commerce backend, they still get a kickback. Um so right. there there was that. But can I can I give props on this little feature as well? Um it, the news feed, right? Uh this wonderful curated time suck they they have developed for you because um, that's what it is. The, the more it learns what, what it thinks you want, the, the more you'll just go, oh, what's on the newsfeed? And you you'll yeah. go down a spiral um, yeah. of, of stuff that it thinks you'll like. Uh, it, clicking into um, features and articles and whatnots that you like the look of in your feed, there is a virtual tip jar. At last, you will be able to go, oh, thank you, newspaper. That was quite useful. And just pop a, yeah. a couple of pens in there. Yeah, I like that. I, I like this. Uh, I see it popping up more and more. Buy me a coffee. 
Yeah, mm. sure, whatever. Yeah, there's a five or whatever. Mm. Um, because that's what coffee costs these days. It's crazy, isn't it? Uh, the other big thing that I wanted to ask you about just before we get into price and what you need to be able to run this mm. is uh, Teams, I thought was the other really big announcement. Um, I think we were saying bye-bye to Skype one way or another because Teams is going to be built right into the OS so you can text and send messages and video call and yada, yada, yada with everybody. That was very surprising because when they started up with the, um, with, you know, observe our wonderful UI, I was looking, I was like, where's the Skype logo? Skype logo isn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they specifically <laughs> went into, okay, now you can do everything with themes, with teams. And they went in and they had their, their spiel uh, mm-hmm. and their nice video to go with it. And I was like, okay, yeah, Skype RIP. Um, Great, great product, great brand, but it's time has come. We're we're in a we're in a the the world of Apple Messages and Zoom. It's it's Skype. It's it's a WhatsApp world actually. That's mm-hmm. that's that's the way I would see it. Uh, so Teams built into it. All right, listen, let's wrap up with uh, the specs that you need to run Windows 11. Now I was kind of looking at the minimum requirements, and I kind of. Yeah, that's not bad. Fair play. That's good old Microsoft. Like, you know, it's fairly backward compatible, I would have thought. And then the first thing when we connected was you went, oh, my God, it's a monster. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have thought, uh, you know, let's just uh, let's just keep keep things going, you know. But this is a hog compared to um, to what you might have thought before. So I have the Windows 10 system requirements. Mm-hmm. Um, so processor, you need one gigahertz, uh, which yep. is the same. Um, it's a 64 bit OS. So you need uh, a minimum of two gigs of Ram. Um, that's not too bad either. Hard disk space, uh, 20 gigs. However, that's on windows 10, right? That I'm, that I'm going through, Mm. uh, graphics card, direct X nine display 800 by 600 pixels. Okay. Now compare and contrast with, uh, with, um, windows 11. Okay. Processor one gigahertz. That's fine. Exactly the same. Uh, mm-hmm. Two gigs of RAM oh, for hang Windows on, hang 10. On. I, I think there's a difference. I think you need to have a dual core processor. Okay. There's a lot. Right. Of, there's a lot of one gig single core processors out there. You need to have yeah. a dual core processor. That's true. Okay. So uh, if for memory, uh, it's two gigs. As I said, for Windows 10, it's four for uh, for Windows 11. Right. So that's, that's not too bad. Last straight away. Hard yeah. disk space, uh, twenty gigs for a sixty-four bit Windows 10. Yeah. You need sixty-four gigs on your hard drive. You need a minimum of a nine inch display for Windows uh, 11. So another another sort of flag that, yeah, mo- mobile mm. we're done with. Uh, display minimum, as I said, 800 times 600 pixels for Windows 10. 1366 times 768. That's okay. Let that sink in. And it just, mm. I mean, this isn't to say that, oh my God, you're going to need such a high-end computer. It mm. just shows that, you know, technology has changed and this isn't an unreasonable spec by today's yep. standards. Uh, if yep. you've got a machine that's a few years old, you, you'll struggle. But um, if you've bought a, a laptop in the last four years, you're you're fine. I think the 64 gigs is interesting, right? Because uh, we were hitting a stage there maybe five years ago where everybody was still on the old spinning drives, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were like, you know, a terabyte will be very normal. Mm. Okay, so 64 gigs out of a terabyte is nothing really. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like maybe yeah. 5% or something like that. Mm. However, since then now, everybody's gone into SSDs. And yeah. the SSDs tend to be smaller. 
by quite a stretch. And you're looking at by like half, you know, 540 if you're lucky, 256 would be probably more the norm. I would call it the min, but uh, it's the norm at the minute. Um, Windows is taking up almost a quarter of that. But I think you kind of, when you start looking at things, you go, yeah, but the more of those SSDs they make, the bigger they're going to become in machines. And then in another, whatever, three, four years, when we look at it, Probably one terabyte SSDs will be the. the oh yeah, the I mean we, we've got we've got terabyte uh, MacBook Airs at the moment. I mean they're mm. pricey, but but the technology is there. However, I mean for my money, um, because I use cloud storage for pretty much everything, uh, I'd recommend always just getting a, a small storage, save a bit yeah. of money that way, and uh, use cloud storage. So th- that and a lot of people do that as well. Though I'm not. I don't you're, know. You're a I big like believer it. in physical backups. Well, I just like having my stuff there. I mean, Dropbox is great to have, and especially for, for older stuff or whatever. I just leave it sitting in the cloud and I mm. don't need it on that machine. I'll only download it when I need it. Mm. Um, but I find then when I'm downloading a project, when I do want to open up a project, of course, it's video or something like that. Mm. And there's gigs and gigs that I have to download before I can open the darn thing. So, yeah. yeah. However, that's, that, that, that's a different thing. Overall, what would you give Microsoft out of 10? Until I use it uh, on the basis of the, uh, well, it's true. I mean, it could be, a, could be an absolute mush to run on my laptop. Um, however, on the basis of the presentation and its clarity, um, mm. I'm, I'm going to give it an eight. I thought it was a really good show. Mm. I think, think I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it an eight out of 10 as well. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm impressed. I look forward to, and uh, the good news is just to let me wrap up for anybody with Windows 10, it is a free upgrade. Free upgrade. Happiest word in the English language. Ah, yes. Well, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Mm, mm. listen, let's wrap it up there. Uh, Niall is going to be spending the night uh, putting together all kinds of articles to bring you up to date in detail on everything that uh, Windows has uh, announced uh, today, being Thursday when we're recording. So if you listen to this on Friday or Saturday, everything will be online on our website at techcentral.ie. While you're there, make sure you sign up for our early updates and our daily newsletters and more as well, which we give to you all with our compliments. That's it for our podcast for this week. Do listen to us each week online or indeed Fridays with RTE Radio 1 Extra. But until next weekend, for myself, Dusty Rose, and from Niall Kitson, thanks for listening. Take care. Get Tech Radio. Subscribe for free with iTunes or download on demand at techcentral.ie. Tech Radio is produced by digitalaudioproductions.com. Tech Central.